0: Welcome back to the best damn NBA betting show on the internet. I'm Outkick Bets handicapper Jeff Clark, and I'm with here. I'm here with my handicapping homie David Troy. We are red hot, David. Are you excited about this four-game Thursday slate?
1: Hey man, yesterday we talked about having confidence every time we do this, and I, I like the intro right there. That's that's confidence for sure.
0: Yeah, I have a. I'm walking with a limp today. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty hard. Uh, I went 3-1 yesterday. Still got a lot of work to do, but my podcast record is back above 500. I keep going below and above that line. I am currently, excuse me, I'm right at it. I'm 51-51. That feels old. It's not. Um, 51-51 since starting this Outkick Bets podcast. I am 7-1 and one this week, so turning in the right direction.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's a really good week. I uh, actually felt like a lot of the stuff we talked about hit yesterday. Um, I mean, just some of the stuff was throwaway some of it was contradictory, where I was telling you, you know, I like an under. Oh, no, maybe I like the over. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff we talked about yesterday did come up, and um, the one that I was really upset about, though, that didn't hit, and this is the only one that I was upset about, was uh, Josh Giddy.
0: Oh, no triple-double? He,
1: he was one rebound shy. Oh, no.
0: That was my one and, loser. I took the thunder, laying the points.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it was, like I was saying, you know, most of the stuff I remember is, you know, between what we were talking about. But um, that was the one that stood out to me. I, I know I mentioned the Magic money line, and obviously that got blown out. But I also – was telling you know, the points weren't going to matter it was either going to be a, a blowout or the magic would win so
0: did you end up sprinkling on that be honest
1: i did yeah i did it was, crazy son i mean of, son but of a that bee. was a personal one yeah so i mean there are some things I i like to play that like are a little riskier that are my own personal plays and, and not necessarily like uh
0: that's something um, you tell other people client to do. plays.
1: Yeah, it's they're not client plays or something. So, like for example, that wasn't a client play. We we went three and zero in client plays yesterday, but um, I lost on the magic thing and I lost on the giddy thing. And the, again, those were like a quarter unit bet at most for me. Sprinkling, yeah,
0: sprinkling just, for value. I don't I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. we so. discussed Chris Paul going under points, going over assists. Neither one of us got to the window, I think, on it. And made it well, no, at least did. we didn't make an official bet.
1: Yeah, I I did give out Chris Paul as a, uh, his uh, points under as an official bet for me, and he ended up with only two points.
0: So Nice. Yeah, I flirted with the idea of betting over Kevin Durant 20 and a half points. Ended up laying off of it. I leaned towards it. I did a Kevin Durant, like, NBA-era Phoenix Suns debut handicap, um, which you reminded me of this morning that went yeah. pretty well. Um it was I liked, awesome. Yeah, I like Kevin Durant over threes. I think he hit two threes, but his total or his three-point made prop was set at one and a half. Um, yeah. I like him to go over five and a half rebounds and stay under three and a half assists. So, all he four were have cash.
1: Yeah.
0: Also, Discussed the idea of Tobias Harris going over his point total. It was definitely a huge help when Joel Embiid was officially ruled out. I think Tobias finished with 22 points and a Sixers just ass whooping of the Miami Heat. Yeah. I wasn't on either side of that game, thank God, but... Um, I'm gonna hopefully talk myself into some player props today. I kind of have been oh. chickening and out of player pops a lot recently, but let's get into the slate because we usually spend a lot of time on these games. It's fun shooting the shit with you about it, but the first tip off or the first game is a seven ten tip off Raptors at the Wizards. Wizards are two and a half point favorites. Totals at two twenty-two, and I think it's down from like two twenty six. I think me and you both like the under here. So we're getting here a little late to the party, but I still see value. The last four or all four of these games last year, these Raptors-Wizards games went under the total. They went under by, I think it was 17 points. Let me pull it up. Yeah, 17.4 points, and the average total was 216. So 226 was stupid high in the first place. There were some really rich, smart people that hit it quickly. I'm a little pissed yep. for late, but I still like it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on it. Uh, I actually got it at 223 not too long ago. So this is one of the, the two bets that I have already placed. Um, but I think it's still going to go under that. I, I think it's probably going to be closer to like, two hundred points than it is to two twenty. Um just because yeah, the the Raptors are actually fairly good on defense. Um the Wizards don't play with the fastest pace in the world either. So uh, is Monte Morris still out or not? Yeah. He got rolled yeah,
0: he's out West or Don
1: uh wait no who is it? Delon Wright. Delon Wright Delonte West. <laughs> no, no not that guy. Yeah, Um, the the, Delante West I think may still be homeless. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't. You know what? Let's just abort the Delante West topic. I'm sorry, Monty (laughs) Morris is not starting. Yeah,
1: he he's out. Um, But you know, overall, I think this is probably gonna be a closer, like, defensive game. Um, Both of them kind of still need this, so it'll probably have a little bit more of that, like, playoff feel. You know, they're they're the nine and ten seed respectively. Uh, even if you look at their like averages per game, you would be going slightly over this. Um, but I, I do, I just think it's going to be a little bit lower, probably, uh, closer to 200 again than 220. And that that's the way I went with this one.
0: No, I'm with you. Both are playing more to the under after the all-star break. Toronto has played four games, all of which have went under. By an average of 17 points, Washington's played three games, two of which have went under. Their average over/under margin over those three games is minus 13.8. Yeah, like you you already said, Wizards play with kind of a fast pace. They actually are kind of a slow pace. They actually play since the All Star break with the lowest ranked pace.
1: That that could I guess be it's because ranked, of being slowest. Yeah. But it, that could be because Morris is out too. I don't think he's played many games since the All Star break, um, so that that could be a contributing factor. He's played two. Yeah, he, he's only played one of the two games, or one of the three games. Sorry.
0: So Chris Chrisaps Porzingis, I think, returns tonight, and he does. That's part of, I guess. Why anyone would be looking towards the over? I think there's more money in the market and more bets on the over. So there's a reverse line movement or, you know, whatever the sharps got there early. But I'm not really sweating Chris Topps, Porzingis' return. He can light it up. I think he won Eastern Conference Player of the Week at some point this year. And he's actually rebounded from a player that I didn't like very much to being like pretty good. But that Jakob Pertl... Trade deadline pickup for the Raptors has been huge for them. I like the – I think people underrate just defensive rim-protecting bigs. Like, Kevon Looney's contract is one of my favorite in the NBA. I think that guy's making like $12 million a year as just a legit starting big, doesn't miss a game. I like the guys that can play rim protection. So, Jakob Pertl is pretty much going to control the paint. Washington doesn't really drive to the basket a lot. They more settle for mid-range jumpers, including Kristaps. So, we're talking about a bunch of mid-range jumpers at a at a at a Washington and Siakam, Barnes, OG and Obi. They're all long, so these are going to be contested mid-range jumpers. And I think there's going to be a slow pace, like you were saying. So, I'm also on the under for those reasons.
1: Yeah. Do you have a uh, lean towards the side at all?
0: Nah, I, w- I was looking at the Raptors initially. I wanted to bet the Raptors, but that's more of the public uh backing them. It's also, I think I think Washington isn't playing good lately, right? Do you have their their recent game logs in front of you by chance?
1: Yeah, 3 and uh 3 and 2 over their last 5. Okay. Uh 5 and 3 over their last 8. Uh but in fairness, One of them, of course, was a Minnesota meltdown where they were winning the entire game and literally the only time that Minnesota was trailing in that game was the last minute. So, Okay.
0: I mean, maybe I'm just scarred from betting the Raptors at the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they got smacked by 25.
1: Yeah, and this, this kind of feels like one of the games so... Toronto and Washington play two games in a row against each other in Washington. So they play tonight and then they play Saturday. Whoever wins this one probably loses the next. That would be my guess. Um, So if you like the Raptors tonight, take them, I guess. But just be aware that you're probably – whoever wins this one will probably be the underdog in the next one. And then you can take them um, to, to win. Would be my, my my thought is they're just gonna go one and one with each other on this. Um, we talked a little bit about this yesterday too with Miami and Philadelphia and how they return to Miami returns to Miami uh, off of a road trip. Same thing here. After a road game, uh, the Wizards are six and eight after they come back home. So, you know, this is a this is Toronto's first game off of a um, homestand for themselves. Um, well, I guess I shouldn't call it a homestand. It was only one game against the Bulls. but um,
0: Yeah, it's one of those spots where they, they had a road trip, came back home, and now they're going back on the road. I feel like that's your quintessential yeah. David Fade spot.
1: Yeah, it's not great. Um, I actually think that this could be a nice spot for the Wizards in the first quarter or first half, uh, if you're into those sort of things, and I am. Um, the Wizards have been pretty solid so far in the first half, first quarter kind of things. Um, on the season, you know, first quarter, they're just okay at home. Uh, they've been 2-1 and one over the last three, three and 3-2 over the last um, five. But for the Raptors, on the other hand, in the first quarter, over their last three, they're 0-3. And over their last five, they're 0-5 on their, in the first quarter of their um, away games. So could be something to to look at there as far as first half um, wizards again, last five at home, three and two Uh, Raptors in the first half on the road, one and four against the spread. So I I do think it's one of those situations where you you could find some value in taking the the wizards in the first quarter or first half for the game.
0: I'm just locked onto that under, I think dude, I mean, Toronto's covered the last three against the wizards. They're, um, 3-0 in those games and Washington, so they won the season series last year 3-1 straight up and 3-1 against the spread. I like Toronto's team better just like in theory, but I don't know. I feel like they've cost me a lot of money this year, whereas they made me money last year. They're only a game ahead of Washington in the Eastern Conference standings, so like I don't know. I feel like Toronto's good and I feel like Washington sucks, but that's not the truth. There's 60 plus games.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. Washington's been better than you would think. But, and I don't know. Toronto is a question mark in a lot of ways. But uh, one thing I do want to mention based on what I just said Monday, March 6th, Toronto heads to Denver after going to – or after playing these two games against Washington. That is, depending on the line, is potentially a very big smash spot for Denver in the first quarter and first half.
0: Just because of the cross-country travel and die high altitude?
1: Yep, and teams struggle against Denver in the first quarter. Uh, Denver will have just come off of playing uh, Memphis in the last one. And they then get they stay home even after that game to play Chicago next. It it is shaping up that that could be a really good spot to to fade the Raptors.
0: What's the highest number you would bet on that first quarter spread three, or first three,
1: half? Three and a half for the first quarter would be the very highest I would go. because um, even that you're still only talking about two baskets, right? Okay, that's it. Uh, first half, I mean, is typically you know half of uh, whatever the full game spread is. And my guess is it'll probably be like nine. So you're probably looking at two and a half and four and a half for both of those. And if they are, I like them both. And I like them a lot.
0: I can get behind that, but we'll see. Right. You said it's Monday, March 6th. So we got some time to marinate on that one. I'm probably yeah. going to be hurting for money by that time, anyways. <laughs> I came out here hot with calling this the best NBA gambling podcast, but so I'm probably going to get humbled. Uh, just hopefully it's not today. Hopefully it's over the weekend where I do less public handicapping. Um, yeah. that's all I got in this game. I think. Do you well? Do you have any player props? I was kind of shuffling through. Bradley Beal only twenty two and a half points. He's nasty uh Fred van a eighteen and a half I know he um he recently i think shot him out of a game was it was it he, last he just game? had
1: i think he had two points against the bulls, three points that's all he had one for eleven.
0: Bulls have been playing some pretty good defense though,
1: yeah, but even still, one for eleven is pretty terrible um yeah i I would say
0: to Hold most on. people Maybe we found something here then.
1: No, not me. I, to most people, I would tell you, don't don't bet Toronto Raptor props. I took a Jakob Pertle prop the other day against Detroit, and he just was... Uh, he went under on everything, and it it's one of those ones where you put in your bet and then you start seeing on Twitter, like, everybody going, oh, yeah, Purtle's going to have a great game, and you're like, well, this is probably going to be fucked because everybody else is on this, too, so... Um,
0: Everyone mushed your shit, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but... Pirtle uh, Pirtle only had, I think, what was it? Let me just check. Nine points. Nine points, 14 rebounds. His line was 13.5 for points and then 23.5 for points and rebounds. So he didn't get it. He got his points, rebounds, and assists, but not his points and rebounds. In any case, my point was the Raptors are a really hard team to predict who's actually going to be, like, their leading scorer and who's going to score the most amount of points. They just seem to not have really, really any consistency. Um, I, I usually like Gary Trent Jr. Uh, oh, I'm actually a big fan of that guy. Yeah, I, I think he's a pretty good offensive player. I think he'd be worthwhile to maybe look at if he had to find somebody. Um, Bradley Beal at DraftKings is only 22.5 for the Wizards. That might be an okay look, uh, but O.G. Anubi, I would assume, is going to guard him. And he's a very capable defender, so this just to me I would stay off all of these in my opinion. Uh at least in terms of points. Maybe if you want to do rebounds or assists, that could be something, but um nothing nothing for me on these.
0: Hmm. What do you feel how do you feel about Kyle Kuzma? Because I thought he was playing his ass off earlier this year, but I feel like he's tailed off since. I'm going to look at his recent game logs because I'm feeling there could be a Bradley Beal night. Kristaps Porzingis is returning to the lineup, so he's going to eat up some some usage. And the Toronto Raptors just are so deep at wing, it's not like Kyle Kuzma is going to really be able to hunt anyone in particular, you know, in that defense. Like he's going to be facing either Ananobi, Barnes, or, or Siakam. So he scored 28 last game, but it was on 38 or 39% shooting, and he shot 26 shots. That was a faster paced game, I think. It was against the Washington, against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, actually, it was a slower pace game, excuse me. Um, but I just think Chris Ops Porzingis is going to eat into his usage.
1: Yeah, it's possible. Um, you you never know because it, it does feel like Kuzma's either that guy who gets like thirty on a twenty line or gets like ten, you know. And I, his last three games against the Raptors haven't been particularly good. And I'm, I haven't looked into the box scores specifically to see who was you know uh, playing with him, but over his last three games against the Raptors, all with the Wizards, nine to eleven, those were his point totals.
0: Yeah, the most he's put up was 24 when he was with the Lakers in 2018.
1: Yeah. If you want a, uh, a Kuzma prop, I kind of like his steals to be over 0. .5. Uh, How the
0: F could you like that? <laughs> I'll tell you why. We're just shooting the shit. How did you yeah. dig that up?
1: Well, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at his, his, uh, his history against the Raptors. He's gotten... Uh, one steal in each of in three of his past four games against them. And he's gotten a steal in three of his past four games overall. It's just kind of more of a, it's even money at this point. And I think you're talking about basically a 50, 50 shot for him to get a steal and it's even money. So I think it's, it's pretty good value there. If it was, um, you know, minus, I probably wouldn't like it at all, but it's it's not a bad look in my opinion.
0: Let me give you a counterpoint though. Toronto is got pretty much the lowest offensive turnover rate on the good end in the yeah. league. That little shit Fred Van Vliet doesn't turn it over a lot. He will shoot true. him out of it, but he doesn't he doesn't he, he doesn't get reckless with the rock. I'll That's give him true, credit but, for that.
1: Yeah, but he's not gonna be playing uh against Van Vliet. He'll be probably playing against either I would guess Ananobi or Barnes. And I think you could probably get one from Barnes.
0: I'm doing it. I'm going under 21 and a half points in Cahoo. I'm doing it. <laughs> that was quite the switch up, but all right. I'm sorry. Sorry. I just no, got, you're good. You're I, good. I switched back to that page. I'm looking at it. And I thought I spaced out and I was like, you know what? Yesterday I went or I didn't pull the trigger on three player props. And I should today, so yeah, I'm gonna take Cog, who's my under 21 and a half points. Let's lock that in as an official podcast play, along with my um, under. I'm I'm taking 222 and a half. You can shop around, check out PointsBet, check out DraftKings, use the Outkick promotional code to do so. Please, it would be a huge help. But also shop around for the best number because I'm getting and I'm grading myself at Raptors, um, Wizards under 220 and a half because I uh, bet it with a guy down the street and that's Did you what say I got.
1: 220? 20, or... and a half. Excuse 222. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I'm going to go Kyle Kuzma under what was it again? Under 21 and a half minus 120 points scored. Excuse me. Yeah. Thoughts?
1: No, I mean, I. you, you already gambling, know I'm on the right? under with you, but the. Uh, I don't know. I, I very rarely would bet an under on Kuzma just because he does have the capability of going off on any night.
0: Yeah, and that guy just kind of starts chucking re- recklessly. No, I'm with you. It's right. gambling. It's gambling. Maybe throw a half unit on there, but I got to grade it as a win or a loss towards my record. Sure. So between us, us. And the listeners, I'd only put a half unit on it, but you know, it's a one or a zero game here, this record. So, yeah. Um, all right. Next game, the Philadelphia 76ers. This is the first of a, I think, NBA on TNT doubleheader. The 76ers visit the Dallas Mavericks. They are getting four points plus 150 on the money line as we sit here and speak at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I already bet the 76ers plus four and plus 150 on the money line. There's a solid chance Joel Embiid doesn't play. I looked it up. I tried my best to figure it out. Couldn't really figure it out. Not sure we're going to get an answer before two minutes before tip-off. But I'm gambling that he plays. And I'm also game if he doesn't play, they can get it done because I've been caught with my hand in the cookie jar at least three times this year, betting the 76ers and beat ends up sitting and I end up winning anyways. I'm just going to do it. This this Dallas defense is trash. Kyrie Irving, aka Queasy Irving, is a cancer. He can't play any defense. Luka can't play any defense. They talk about this fool like he's LeBron, like he's Giannis, but... To be a superstar, a heliocentric team, and just one of these guys who who who's gonna eat up all the usage, you have to bring it on the defensive end. And he just doesn't. There's too much like pressure on Reggie Bullock and Dwight Powell to play defense and cover up for these guys, and it's just not it's not gonna work against a team like the 76ers who are clicking right now. Like they are mm-hmm. playing well. Uh, they did drop a couple recently. One was the, to the Celtics. What was the other one? Hold on. I got to get to the goddamn page. They bounced back. Talk about for the
1: Mavs? They lost to the Pacers?
0: Okay. So, Philly, they lost to the Celtics, and then they oh. lost to Miami in the first of their little back to back with Miami. They got some revenge by beating them by 23 last night, but they lost by two the other night. So, mm-hmm. I don't really. I, you know how I feel about Philly. Granted, it's a home loss, back-to-back home losses, but I still think Philly's playing well. And I'm just fading in Dallas. I think Kyrie Irving could end up ruining two teams this year, and I, that'd be actually hilarious.
1: <laughs> I said the Dallas would be in the play-in tournament before the season, and uh, I also th- I took their under on wins, and I think both could hit man, it, it'll be close at this point. but
0: The adjusted um,
1: win total? No, their actual win total.
0: This preseason? Preseason, yeah. I got you. I didn't know if, like, you're saying once they got Kyrie, you thought they would slip to the play. And I'm with you now. Okay.
1: Uh-uh. Yeah, no, before the season. So I didn't have much faith in them. Even with Kyrie, like, they they still gave up some role players. I mean, uh, why can't it? Dorian Finney-Smith was one of their better defensive players.
0: Spencer yeah, Spencer didn't He
1: yeah. play defense. He could score. He obviously can't score like Kyrie. Um, and the the total for this game has gone down significantly already uh, since it opened. So that to me would indicate that somebody out there probably knows that Embiid is playing. Um, because if he's in, then the total probably goes down. If he's out, I think the game probably goes over this two twenty nine or whatever it's at right now. Yeah, two twenty nine. Um. Because you're right, Dallas isn't playing any defense whatsoever. So James Harden could go out there and score however many points he wants. Basically, I think Tyrese Maxey is back, isn't he? He's been playing. Yeah. So you know he can go out there off the bench and do whatever he needs to. Um, I I don't know. I, I think if Embiid is in, you, you, you probably want to wait on the total if you're going to try it either way. If he's in, I think I probably would uh, say – maybe don't touch the under because it's already come down if he's out I think you would want to look at maybe taking the over Um, as far as the spread I don't know how you trust Dallas lately I don't think I'm going to play this game because I don't really like playing teams that are on road to road back to backs Um, but I think the only way I could consider it is taking Philly with the point it's only a
0: kick A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's here. I actually think it's good in this case because it gets gets hardened out of Miami fast. Like he couldn't yeah, even but, he couldn't even like reach afterwards. He had to get yeah. on a flight.
1: Well, you're also thinking about uh, him going to Dallas, so maybe he's looking forward to all those Dallas strip clubs too. I'm,
0: and I'm sure they're pretty awesome. I went to Dallas once. I didn't go to a strip club, but it's a fun town. And I'm sure he's gonna get after it yeah, after he been. after he shits all over the Dallas Mavericks. That's what <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> I yeah. that's, I also include that in my write up, like. Luca Luca is the best player in the game if Embiid doesn't play. Luca's getting a bunch of love and 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 is killing it. He's having a great season putting up crazy numbers. Kyrie is getting a ton of attention mostly for bad reasons, but he also puts together good games. James Harden like low key is having a nice little bounce back season. Like he's not scoring as much, but he's he's like kind of legitimately a point guard who at times, can take over the scoring. I like. I I really don't like James Harden as like a player, his basketball profile. But I like his effort this year, or like what I see from him this year. And I'm about to out myself. I'm about to say something that most basketball fans kind of really don't want to hear, or don't like hearing. But I'm kind of a Doc Rivers apologist. I think he's. I think he's actually not terrible. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're shaking your head. Uh, let's put it this: way. we can agree he's a great regular season coach, and this is a regular season game.
1: Yeah, he he. It's one of those situations where they've almost overcorrected, where everybody was like, "Man, he's the best coach in the world," and then they're like, "Yeah, maybe he really, really sucks." And now it's kind of like, maybe he's just an average coach. That's okay. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's fine. So, you know, I actually say the same thing about Harden a lot because everybody will say how terrible he is on defense. He's not a good defender, but he's not, like, the worst defender in the world either. So I mean, him,
0: Kyrie, Luka, who do you want on defense? Well, I guess Luka because <laughs> he's bigger.
1: He rebounds. I actually, out of those three, I probably would take Harden.
0: All right. I mean... So, I think he's definitely the second best guard on the floor. I mean, I would take him over Kyrie Irving. I don't think anyone would argue that, right? I mean, he's a former MVP. Who's taking Kyrie over?
1: It depends on what you're looking for. I was speaking specifically about defense. No, I offense. I know.
0: know. I'm talking about the player profile, though. I mean, like, James Harden's won an MVP and has been the, the leader of a playoff team. Whenever Kyrie Irving is the best player in your team, your team sucks.
1: Yeah, I don't think Kyrie has ever been a top 5 player in the league. Harden has. Sure. If if that's you, the way you want to go about it, and Luka has. Yeah. or is right now. So,
0: but I've uh, seen him I've seen him this year I think develop his game and like kind of find a role in this Philly th- in this on this Philly team and like Tobias Harris gets his looks when he needs to. and Embiid always gets his looks. Like Tyrese Maxey's a good off the bench player. Like they're getting solid production out of De'Anthony Melton. Whenever I don't understand how Shake Milton isn't butthurt because whenever he plays, he plays well. Then they'll just like bench him for two weeks, but he always yeah. like comes out ready to go. Like, I don't know. I, I like how deep that team is.
1: Yeah, they are. I mean, that was one of the things that people liked about them in the in the off season was their depth so i think they're i think they're getting there so All right. but you're not gonna play it right any props no uh, i mean if i played any prop i think Kyrie irving to score the first basket at plus 650 is pretty valuable but even that that again would just be like a for fun kind of thing i don't i don't buy into much of those first baskets because i think they're so like there, I'm sure there's a lot more science that can go into them and, and predictability and that stuff. Um, and there's some guy on – I think he raced for the Action Network now, but last year he was just on Twitter, and he he does a lot of work on those things. Um, but I, I don't know. More of a hunch than anything would be Irving at plus 650. I think it's just too high of a number right now.
0: Yeah, I'm not – at the level of NBA handicap and where I'm willing to give out a first basket. I've never even sure. bet that market.
1: Yeah, um, I've done it a few times. And the only time I, I've i gotten, I've only probably done it maybe five times. And of the five times, I think I've hit the right person taking the first shot three times. And the other times I was just wrong. But <laughs> I've never actually won the bet.
0: Right. You just had an, an opportunity three. You said yes. three out of the four times? Three out of the five, yeah. Three out of the five. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It seems fluky, but if you can get it, if that dude from the Action Network has a science or, like, a legit system to beat it shit, I'd I'd be interested in hearing it. I'll tell you that. Yeah. What I am interested in hearing is you betting the Indiana Pacers at the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs are terrible. (laughs) I like the Pacers. It's up to minus six.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's. Which means Halliburton's probably playing. He was questionable, and I think that's why it opened at three and a half. Now it's up to six.
1: Yeah, so I messaged you this last night, and I was like, that seems really short. Um, and obviously it's moved up. Um, this was another one. I, I did actually bet this one last night, um, at the three and a half, because like I said, I already talked to you about it, but, um, now that it's getting a little bit higher, do you want to bet? Do you want? Do you want the Pacers to have to cover two or three possessions even against the Spurs? I'm not really sure you do. Um, if it was still at the three and a half, you'd probably be questioning it a little bit as well. But just for everybody to know, Halliburton probably does play. Uh, Keldon Johnson has been ruled out already. Malachi, your guy, Branneman, uh or Branham, sorry, has been is questionable, but Trey Jones is playing. So, those are kind of the key injury news here. Um, I still think Indiana can and will cover. I almost, I, I don't want to say this like, kind of, kind of like yesterday when with uh, Milwaukee, either the Pacers win by like ten or fifteen points, or they lose the game outright. And the Spurs are one in 17 over their last or one in 16 over their last 17 games. And I believe they've only covered one spread in that span, and it was against um, their, it was in their last game when they won at Utah. Now do you want to back a team to win two games in a row after having lost that many in a row? Kind of doubt it. Their next opponent is the Rockets that's probably a better chance of winning the game than this. So here we go. (laughs) I mean,
0: what about option C though? He always got to think of option C David. Win win them both. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I, I I mean, look, Popovich has done this before. We've seen him do it for Tim Duncan, right? We've seen him try and lose games to get the number one seed. And he's done that. And he's, on the verge of doing that. I can't imagine he's going to try and mess that up now. They're, I mean, they're not even playing close games.
0: I'm just being quiet because I, I, I hate Greg Popovich. I think he's the most overrated dude in the NBA. I honestly do. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I've had this argument with people a million times and I'm on your side. I am 100% on your side. This I don't, I can't smart. even use the language I want to use. Oh, smart!
1: He, what up? Look, I like Popovich. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I do like him. But you're talking about a team that's 15. I want to put him in a second. triangle
0: choke. <laughs> I want. I wanted want to go me versus Greg Popovich at UFC 285. Jeez. Well, he would whoop my ass, dude. I have no. Yeah. I got no squabbles. He's a little grumpy, but I think he's a former <laughs> Marine or something. Yeah, I, I, don't know. I used to work at Applebee's. Like that's I I can't fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the most rugged job I've had.
1: Yeah. Well, in any case, the Spurs are 15 and 47. Pistons are 15 and 48. The Rockets are 13 and 49. So it would actually help the Spurs to let the Rockets win the next game between them. But <laughs> um,
0: but, but we I, all I, lose technically. Technically, yeah, we it, all lose watching that game.
1: Yeah, but you're talking about the Pacers who are two spots away from being in the play in tournament. They're still trying for that. I, I have to think that they come out and try and win this game. The next one is against the Bulls, so there is a little bit of a look ahead spot concern there because the Bulls are the team that's in front of them to get into the playoff or into the play in spots. I, don't know, I, I liked this a lot last night, like a whole lot. Um, my enthusiasm for it has come down a bit. So, but how, I didn't. how I didn't,
0: you got it at four and a half, right? And now it's six. I got it. At, I got it at three and a half.
1: You gave it out at four and a half. I haven't given it out yet. I haven't sent my client picks yet. Okay.
0: Either. Well, whatever it's three and a half and now it's six. How are you not pumped?
1: Because, you know, I, we've talked about this before too. Closing line value means very little this year. Um, true. You know, you you're just, there've been so many spots where like you're on the right side of the movement and then the game just goes to shit or something. That's fair. I, I don't know. To me, this is, this is a Pacers spot. It should be a Pacers win, but there's always that possibility. Like the Spurs still, okay. They ended the one losing streak, but they still have a home losing streak of however many games it is. I'll I'll look that up in a minute, but they're, they're the team that I would support is, is the Pacers even at minus six. I think it's, Still fine to play. Um, the Pacers did lose to the Spurs. Both were, I would call them a little bit different of teams. At least the Spurs were a different team when <laughs> when they first played in the second game of the season.
0: Yeah, Pirtle. Um, Pirtle had twenty one points. A full right. there v- a vassal Vassell. Josh Richardson
1: had twenty seven. He's no longer there. We yeah, have Vassell. And, he's
0: probably injured, right? Or you know they're tanking. Hell. Don't really want to talk about this guy much. Joshua Primo played. Yeah. Remember what happened to him?
1: Yep. So.
0: Quite that culture. I, I, Greg Popovich just got over there, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, it is one of those situations, though, that the Spurs could come out and make a difference. Um, this, Devin Vassell is playing today, but, by the way. All right. Hey, stop traffic. But, well, the, but this is the thing. This is it says it's the first time in two months, which means that he's either going to be like out to prove a ton or he's going to get very few minutes and then you're going to have to rely on the bench more. So I still, still am going with the Pacers still like them. I just, this originally like when it, when it was first three and a half, it was almost a max play for me. But now I feel a little less confident in it just because I think it's harder for them to cover a number like this. It's hard to support a team like the Pacers that, they're not great, even though the Spurs are bad. It, it's hard to hard to put out there and be like, yeah, they're definitely going to win.
0: Yeah, but I still think – you know how I am. I'm with the points. I think the points matter, and you got two and a half points for the closing line value. I'm with you. Closing line value has been overrated, and I think your perspective is the right one to have considering the shitty luck we've had, you and I, with closing line value. Just saying yeah. – you know all the long term professional sports bettors would say you did well here and that's kind of that's kind of where i where i where i kind of rest at with that one but i will say this pacers worst first quarter team in the nba you love fading them again in, in the first quarter how about i'm just going to come in live i'm going to come in <laughs> live maybe her maybe maybe halliburton doesn't play they go down like Got uh, a seven or eight in the first quarter and then you jump in with the Pacers. I think now that I'm saying that, you just went right?
1: Well, yeah, I mean I think it's it's realistic to assume that. Uh I don't I, I'd have to go back and look through all the games that where the Spurs return from a road trip and come back home. Um uh, I won't be playing against the Pacers in this one.
0: In those cases, Do you think the team is more likely to finish flat or come in flat?
1: Come in flat, typically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, they both have had the same rest, too. And, you know, the, the thing that sucks is with all their trends, like, none of them, none of these spots stand out as, like, a good opportunity to take either of these teams. So that's part of the other reason that my initial excitement Went down, so
0: dissipated.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: I read about I read that word recently, so I wanted to use it. <laughs> dissipated. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think my play here is just to come in live. So follow me on Twitter at Jeffrey underscore Clark, um, and I'll put out an official play if we get in that situation. You know, I, I want both of us to win. I, since I'm coming in live and late i'm rooting for your bet to just crush right out the gate but if it doesn't go that way i'm gonna be waiting i gonna be waiting there just just chilling just waiting in the cut and i'm gonna spring into action and fire on the pacers
1: yeah i mean i, I still like i said i still would get behind them it's at six now at some places um
0: do the last time they played T. Taylor. Terry Taylor was the starting power forward for the Pacers, and they scored 134 points. (laughs) He's now on the Bulls. Uh, Miles Turner didn't play in that game. Yep. This was just a completely different team, it feels like. Both teams were kind of different. So I guess Halliburton played, and he balled. But with Miles Turner out there, I'm with you. I think the Pacers have some. I do. I don't think the Spurs want to win. I think they're pissed that they won these last two games. And well, when, they, won,
1: they won the last or one, the game. last game. Excuse me. They they were definitely trying to win a game to get off of the big losing streak. Like that's understandable. But now that you're off it, do you care again, or are you going to just kind of lose out almost yeah, to, to the rest? They won of with the
0: 102 season? points. <laughs> they didn't play good. The other team sucked. That's right. kind of what happened.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: No, I. Sorry. You're like trying to argue with me about your bet. I'm trying to make you feel better. <laughs> no, see,
1: so this is this is hey, one of those ones. Hey, that you like. you know
0: what? I'm with you, Pacers. You're you're screwed tonight, David. You're screwed. Yeah. I'm really waiting there to catch them live.
1: It it seems like it's too damn easy. That's the problem I'm having with it. Like I, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's part of part of this season, I guess overall. But well, uh, what do you
0: think the sports books handle is on this? You know, like, it's not like a bunch of people are, like, betting the Pacers-Spurs game. Like, if they get caught with their pants down, like, how much is it really going to hurt?
1: Yeah, I suppose you're right. I mean, this is also where it comes in of, like, being a handicapper for other people as opposed to just yourself. Like, I feel like I'd probably be more willing to take a shot on this by myself than I would uh, necessarily, like for other people.
0: You're not going to publicly at suggest number. betting the Pacers at minus six. Yeah. Right. Right, That's fair. But I would, I would be happy about the minus three and a half right now. And I think they're going to whoop their ass. I honestly do. I think it's like,
1: yeah, like I said, I think you're just either scarred. the Spurs win. Spurt. Yeah. Spurs win or the Pacers covered by, you know, time or more and them covering at 10 or more is plus 155 right now. So that that should kind of also give you some indication that you're talking about uh, at least two more baskets from the line right now, and it's plus 155 only. Seems a little
0: Well. low. Best of luck to you, buddy. We got to get on to the final game because we are losing line value as we speak. <laughs> it's been 45 minutes and we're talking or we've, only, we've only gotten through three games Alright, so yeah. Clippers at the Warriors Warriors down Curry They're down Wiggins Clippers have everyone But the Clippers have played like shit recently They've lost three straight 0-3 against the number in those games Warriors have won three straight 3-0 and against the number in those games Warriors as home underdogs this year Four and straight up, four and against the spread. The Clippers have let me down from a game in game out basis more than any team in recent memory. Um, I almost need them to win the championship to bet uh, to to cover all the losses that I've had betting them this year. But I'm ready to be hurt again. I think it's been a couple days, and I'm going back to the well with the Clippers here. Um, I just they need it. You know they're they're in a crazy playoff race in the West. There was like a bunch of teams log jammed in between five and ten, and um, Kawhi Leonard lit these dudes up last time. Scored thirty points on like seventy percent shooting, seven and nine from three. There was no Wiggins, there was no Curry out there. They're not going to be out there this game, so it's going to be Draymond against Kawhi. This is. Slight not slightly, totally towards narrativeville, but like I think Kawhi hates Draymond Green and the Warriors. Right? I mean Zaza Pachulia kinda changed the NBA for, for the worse. Um, injuring Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard got him back in the Raptors. Uh NBA finals win over the Warriors and the Clippers are five and one with Kawhi playing against the against the Warriors since he's came to LA. So I think the Clippers put a whooping on them. I do. But I've been wrong several times this year about them. So Again, I'm ready to be hurt. I'm ready to be hurt again. Yeah.
1: Understandable. Um, me, personally, I, I won't be playing this game one way or the other. I just I don't bet against the Warriors at home very often. Um, and when I do, I probably get burned. But, uh, yeah, I, I just – nothing – to me stands out on the spread or the total. Um, As far as player props, I do think Dante DiVincenzo should be able to get over his 12 and a half points. It's not too much to ask him with how much he plays and, and uh, how hot he can get, especially at home. Um, And the, the Clippers defense has been terrible lately. So it's possible that he can get over. You're talking about a Warriors team. That's not at full strength. I, I would think that this line should be a little bit higher for them, even if with the, with them at home. Um, but they've had to come back in both of their last two games. I mean, they, they came back against the wolves and then they were down 20 against the trailblazers and they had to come back in both of those to win them. So I'm not really sure they're actually playing great basketball lately. Um, no, they're, they're playing like so, shit. Yeah, but so are the Clippers. I mean the Clippers okay. have been sucking lately too, so Oh no
0: no, I'm sorry. I I, I thought you meant the Clippers. The Clippers no, are no, playing no. like shit. The Warriors. The, like I said, Clippers lost three straight, Warriors won three straight.
1: Yeah, but but the Warriors in those last two games had to come back. That's sure. what my point is so like they weren't playing well and it was they like they just kinda of turned it on all of a sudden. Um Yeah, for me I, I really don't have anything in this game. I, I'm not going to even try and tell anybody that there's a spot to bet on this one. I don't like the Clippers anymore. I can't I can't keep betting them. Just like you said, I mean, I've been in, in very specific Clipper spots. I thought they were going to do it, and they just don't seem to care whatsoever about any of the games. And then as far as the Warriors, you would think them in the first half would be a good look because that's usually where they – have been doing well or in the third quarter but i'm i'm just not gonna play it i mean they're five and six right now in the standings they're both trying to stay out of the playing tournament but i do you really think the clippers care if they make it in the playing tournament or not
0: i don't know what those morons care about or don't care about yeah i'm going to see them Knicks versus clippers I'm a Knicks fan. Me and my brother and my buddy are going to go see it. Um, That'll be cool. I think next weekend. So,
1: yeah. Hopefully the but, Knicks
0: wax them. But, yeah, dude, their motivation has been shit all year. You have no idea. I mean, I didn't write that in the piece, but I'm thinking it and I'm saying it yeah. now. I mean, that's part of the whole thing. On paper, the Clippers should house the Warriors.
1: Yeah, easily.
0: I mean,. Regardless of the gym, they could be in Jordan Poole's backyard, and they should still whoop their ass.
1: Yeah, you would think. Uh, it's but, do we do we overvalue the Clippers though because of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? Like, I mean, it, they are eighteen and sixteen on the road, which wouldn't be good, but it's still better than their home record, which is odd. Um, the Warriors get the most out of their role players at home that's why they're so bad on the road at home their role players just play a lot better so that's kind of my hesitation to taking them and I I do I kind of am starting to think like we overvalue the Clippers because they they have a bunch of names that have been good in other places but it's like Lou is trying to figure out how to put all these pieces together and he can't do it he just can't figure out the best possible lineups to play or maybe he's just messing around because he thinks once they get to the playoffs, he's just going to play his best, like, eight people and then move on anyway. But that that's kind of why I have to stay off this game. I just – there's too many what-if kind of situations in it to me. Um, if you held a gun to my head, I would just take the points with the Warriors at home.
0: Yeah, 4-0 straight up, 4-0 against the spread as a home dog this year. I understand that. Um, I don't know. Somehow the Clippers, they've lost three straight, and I think Kawhi and Paul George have played in all the games. You know, people are starting to already blame Russell Westbrook, throw him under the bus, and he's definitely not helping uh-huh. or playing well, but they should have enough depth and to make up for whatever blunders he has in, during the game. So I'm with you, and all the reasons that I bet him make sense to me. But... um. I just know and I'm gonna give it out publicly, fade or follow me at your peril, come seven thirty Eastern Stand Pacific Standard Time, excuse me, I'm going to have money on the Clippers. And I'm just telling you guys that. <laughs> I'm gonna grade my I'm gonna I'm gonna put the outkick of bets with Jeff Clark podcast name on it. You don't have to you go. Hey, you don't have to. I know you don't have an NBA byline on Outkick, you do that behind a paywall and much respect to you for it, but I'm taking a shot here with the Clippers because I'm addicted to betting them. They're pretty much like my NBA Sung Jm. Sung Jm is a Korean golfer who I just bet every tournament. I bet this guy. It's make it makes me money. Sung Jm makes me a lot more money than the goddamn Clippers. I'll tell you that right now. But I'm on it because I truly do believe. Come the playoffs, the Clippers have the best roster, I, with respect to the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Clippers, to me, are the best teams on paver. Um, and I think when once push comes to shove, I think the Clippers will make it to the finals. However, I've said that, and I've bet that for like three straight years, and haven't won any of those bets. So, we'll see. But my official place today, dude... I'm going under 220 and a half in the Clippers or the Raptors Wizards. I'm going under Kyle Kuzma. Is it 21 and a half or 20 and a half? Oh man. It is it 21. 21 and a half minus 120. Yeah. I am going the 76ers plus 4. Um between us, I'm also sprinkling on the money line, but I'm only grading the 76ers plus the points, because I'm putting a lot more money on that one. It's just like a sprinkle on the on the money line. I'm taking huh. Clippers minus four. Is there any public plays you're willing to give out?
1: Yeah, the, uh, the Wizards, Raptors under. So, same one as you. So I like that one. And I, I'll tell you, I mean, I still like the Pacers, even at the minus six. I like it. I just don't love it like I loved the the play last night
0: you're not want to stake your reputation on this one. Like I am with the Clippers.
1: Uh, no, I think it's fine to, to put the reputation on it. I just don't think it's as much of a, uh, like hammer spot as I originally thought it was going to be.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, Hey, that's your NBA hoops at lunch podcast here for Thursday, March 2nd. There's a big slate tomorrow. I'll probably be back with a couple picks tomorrow. Maybe we can get you on the horn, David, but we're going to have to shorten the conversations because there's 10 games tomorrow. (laughs) Like Orlando, Charlotte. I don't care. Utah, Oklahoma City. I don't care. I don't don't care. If you have picks, though, we we can discuss them. But best of luck to you guys, whether you fade or follow us. David, remind people where they can find you.
1: Yeah, uh, you can find me for NBA stuff at Uh You can find me on Twitter at futureprez2024. And then everything else is on OutKick, um, outkick.com slash betting. And just uh, for the listeners who know or don't know, um, I'm on like a pretty crazy hockey run right now where it's something like, I, I think I've won every game that I've put up this past week. and Holy shit. Uh, Two of them have been plus money. One was plus one hundred and sixty. One yesterday was plus one hundred and twenty. Um, have a game today that's up there already, and then uh, you know it's it's been a really good run. Something like I don't I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but it, it is honestly something like fifteen and two over my last like seventeen picks. So it's been good. Hockey, no shit. Hockey, which I'm not a huge hockey guy, but. It was one of those things that like it kind of came from Outkick where they're like, well, if you have interest in it or would be willing to try it. And even in like probably the first 15 articles that I did, we had a really good record. And then there was a little bit of a slump. And then I went into this. But I would write in there like I'm not a big hockey person. So take these at your own risk. And even my, you know, my unit size comparison of like NBA versus NHL is way different. So even with the success, you know, I've increased it, but
0: you're not it's like not barreling into it like the NBA. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. It's just not something I know as well. So,
0: all right. Well, yeah. Follow his hockey picks. This dude's on fire. Um, and, and pretty much coming up too. Yeah, I can't wait for baseball season. I'm gonna take a shot at uh, UFC 285 this weekend. All oh, nice. Right. My homie John Jones is fighting, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that guy and try to find some. Words to explain myself, but it's pretty much just <laughs> like I think he's gonna whoop Sorrel Gaines' ass. Sometimes really,
1: that's, that's some all it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I think he's gonna punch him harder, and it's gonna it's, <laughs> it's gonna hurt him more.
1: <laughs> that's pretty good analysis.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Peace out, homies.